I'm Emma, a teen who loves to read, write, and talk about all the things. And I'm Amy, but Emma calls me mom. We both think podcasts are awesome. We both like a good book, a good poem, and time together talking about them. She likes tea. And she likes coffee. Grab your own hot beverage of choice and join us for a conversation that's a little bit silly, a little bit serious, and a whole lot of fun. It's time for tea and coffee. Hey everybody, it's Amy, and this is our very first episode of Tea and Coffee. Emma, say hello. Hello. (laughs) We have been talking about this for actually quite a few months now, I think. It's been a long time. And I think everyone can relate to busy life, makes it hard to make this actually happen. Yeah. (laughs) But today, we just decided we're not quite ready. We're gonna do it! We're just gonna do it anyway, because... We can do that. Yeah. (laughs) Done is better than perfect, right? So today, this is our first time. It's your first time. You're wondering what you've gotten yourself into. We're going to take a little time to go through the segments we hope to do in the podcast and also ask each other some questions so you can get to know your new podcast host. Very fun. So the first thing we are going to do, since it is tea and coffee, is we're going to talk about uh, what we're drinking and the mug we're using. But I mean, real talk, do either of us have mugs in our hand right now? We don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's late in the afternoon when we're recording this. And yeah. It's not the best time for having caffeinated beverages. That's right. So we're going to take ourselves back in time. professional music (laughs) and um talk about the last beverage that we drank and the mug so Emma you go first what was the last beverage you drank and tell us about your mug the last cup of tea I had was Irish breakfast no it was Scottish no Irish breakfast (laughs) I get those mixed up they're no so many anyway so it was Irish breakfast the Trader Joe's brand. Very delicious. No cream or sugar. And it was in one of my favorite mugs. It mm. is this dark teal blue. And it looks like a sweater. Like a cable knit sweater. Oh, yes. And I love it. It's yeah. the perfect size for a medium-ish size cup of tea. And this is the mug that all the rest of us really want to use, but... Emma's quite selfish about this mug. It's mine. (laughs) My precious. (laughs) Okay, well, the last thing I drank was coffee. Um, It was black coffee, actually. I thought I would give that a little bit of a try. So sophisticated. I know, like a real woman. Um, I have not drunk sugar or sweetener in my coffee in a very long time, but I still use quite a bit of, uh, well, not quite a bit. I use half and half. (laughs) Um, A reasonable amount. A reasonable amount. And so that is one of my attempts this year to add one small change for health. And so I'm going to try drinking it black. And I drank it out of a delightful mug that has a design on it that when you first look at it, you think maybe it's like flowers or geometric design, but it's actually little mini coffee spoons. And it has a quote that says, my life is measured up, measured out in coffee spoons. And it's one of the pieces of art from 
uh, original state, a place I, I really love their their book and literary themed art. So that was my last drink. All right, what's our next segment? Our next segment is a very fun one. It's called Pocket Full of Poems, in which one or the other of us brings a poem to share because we love poetry. Yeah, we're who big, doesn't? Yeah, we're big fans of poetry. So who's bringing the poem this week? You are. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am going to share with you one of my very favorite poems. This is, I think, one of the very first poems I ever had my own children memorize. And we actually recite bits and pieces of this all the time. Yes. Well, but just like if there's a moment that really fits well with the poem, then we'll just we, say stuff. We just start declaiming it in the living room. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so you're probably wondering, well, what is this amazing poem? And it is one of John Donne's holy sonnets, and it's called Death Be Not Proud. Death, be not proud, though some have called thee mighty and dreadful, for thou art not so. For those whom thou thinkst thou dost overthrow, die not, poor death, nor yet canst thou kill me. From rest and sleep, which but thy pictures be much pleasure, then from thee much more must flow. And soonest our best men with thee do go, rest of their bones and souls delivery. Thou art slave to fate, chance, kings, and desperate men, and dust with poison, war, and sickness dwell. And poppy or charms can make us sleep as well and better than thy stroke. Why swell'st thou then? One short sleep past, we wake eternally, and death shall be no more. Death, thou shalt die. Woo! I know that one always gives me goosebumps. It's I love it. Amazing. So I would I would encourage everyone to uh, suggest poems for us. You can leave us listener messages over at Anchor. The link will be in the show notes, and you can record your own poem, and maybe it will show up in the pocket full of poems segment in the future. You never know. You never know. Okay, well, Emma, the next podcast segment that we are going to enjoy regularly is a serial book discussion. And Lovely. what book have we chosen for our very first book discussion? We have chosen Persuasion because it's a fantastic book, Jane Austen. It's amazing. So this week, we're not going to be discussing any of it because... To be honest, neither of us have really read very much of it yet. I, I mean, mean, we've read it in the past, but we have not, to reread it. Not super recently. So. And, and we want to give all of you lovely, gentle listeners an opportunity to read it on your own as well so you can participate in the discussion. Emma, we did this on purpose. We, we are professionals. We're professionals. <laughs> yes. Instead of discussing the book, I brought some fun facts about Jane Austen. Ooh. Because fun facts are very fun, <laughs> as the name suggests. So, during her entire career, Jane Austen never published a book with her name on it, instead preferring to use the pseudonym by a lady or by the author of Pride and Prejudice. Oh. Another fun fact, which is technically not in my notes, her brother was very proud of his fantastic sister. I mean, who wouldn't? And so he dropped hints in 
public places, and soon people figured out who it was who was writing it. Well, sibling love. Persuasion is the last full novel completed by Jane Austen. It was published at the end of 1817, six months after her death. It wasn't actually the last novel published, I don't think, but it was the last one completed. I okay. am pretty sure Northanger, Northanger Abbey was published after. Although that was actually a very early work. Yes. Okay. Captain Wentworth is the best Jane Austen hero. Oh, let's take a moment to swoon, shall we? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so one of the reasons why Emma and I wanted to talk about persuasion, we both love Jane Austen. Oh, yes. And persuasion may not be our favorite Jane Austen novel. I don't know. But I don't think it is mine. It's anyway. not my favorite either, I don't think. However... Captain Wentworth is the best hero. He is the best Jane Austen hero, and we will fight you on that one. I have my sword ready. <laughs> Jane was the seventh child, I think out of nine. So wow, she had a lot of siblings. And she wrote lots of plays and stories as a child. And it, her family was just very literary and supportive of all of her writing endeavors which is probably why she's such a great novelist not now because she's dead but you know you she know what I'm talking her about her words live on her words live on <laughs> so yeah those are the fun facts that I have do you have anything that you happen to remember about Jane Austen. Well, I would just say about persuasion itself is it's yes. divided into two volumes. Uh, well, it's a it's a one volume book, but the book itself is organized uh, in two volumes. Each kind of, of like the Lord of the Rings. Okay, don't let your brother listen to this. He's going to correct us, Emma. Emma, we cannot bring up Lord of the Rings on this podcast. I refuse. Okay, keep I'll be all quiet. of the Lord of the Rings commentary. To other times. Other times. Um, volume one has 12 chapters and volume two has 11, I believe. And so for the purposes of our book discussion, we are going to be reading and discussing six chapters at a time. And we will do our best not to spoil what is coming next for those of you who are reading along with us. Although there is always a part of me that believes you cannot truly spoil something that is several hundred years old. This is this this is very true. But we will do our best to keep it spoiler free. Uh, we've already told you we love Captain Wentworth. Maybe we should have said spoiler alert. But anyway, I'm looking forward to rereading this book. It will be a delight and I hope you all enjoy it as well. Okay, well, I don't know if you can tell, but Emma and I um, enjoy a good rabbit trail now and then. And so there will be a portion of the show which we will just place somewhere we will place at random moments if there's a random rabbit trail we wish to share with you but for the purposes of today we want you to get to know us a little bit better and so each of us are going to ask the other one three questions a bit random like we said in the intro this is a little bit silly a little bit serious and um, you'll get to know us a little bit better so I will ask you the first question oh, Emma okay Emma if you could travel anywhere in the world for two weeks, where would you go? Country or city? Anywhere in the world. Okay. I would... The British Isles. Ah. Because 
that's where all of the best authors are from. No offense to all of you authors out there. <laughs> I'm sure you're lovely. But come on, Jane Austen, C.S. Lewis, Dorothy Sayers. And it has Oxford and castles. I mean, I, I feel like you've convinced me. I'm ready to go on your literary tour of England. Okay, Mom, if you were a musical instrument, what would you be? I really wish I had had a chance to look at these questions ahead of time and prepare my response because this is very this is very tricky and challenging. Um, which so, part, partly because I start taking it too seriously, and I think like, well, if I'm a woodwind, I'm going to get people spit. <laughs> If your personality was oh. the what instrument is the embodiment of your personality, Mom? Oh, very different thing. Oh, that is a very different thing. Hmm. I don't. Okay, I'm just going to go with the pipe organ. <laughs> very grand and dramatic. It is extremely melodramatic. <laughs> it's very loud. Yes, but. It can also have moments of great pathos and gentleness. And, I mean, Bach wrote great music for the organ. So you can't argue with Bach. I'm going with the organ. <clears throat> Final answer. Okay, Emma. You are a baking queen, and you love to cook. And I wanted to ask, what has been your biggest baking success and your biggest baking flop? Well, I'll start with the flop first. In baking, I made a cake, and then I took it out of the oven, and then we went to the pool, and then when we got back home, it was entirely raw. Oh, dear. Like, literally raw batter the entire way through. In cooking, I had made a cabbage soup, which... <laughs> Didn't go very well. Oh, that was a very interesting dinner. It was very interesting. And then also, this one you may not agree with, but I made meatloaf and I was very impatient. So I decided to skip a step, which involved, which <laughs> ended up in there being <laughs> little lumps of, lar large lumps of breadcrumbs scattered throughout the meatloaf. Mm. Very, very delicious. And oh, then... Okay, so those were the flops. Those but, were flops. But that's really... I would like to emphasize, your flops are minimal. <laughs> You've had many, many successes. Oh, goodness. What are some of your successes? Well, the thing that I have enjoyed the most is in baking, I made my birthday cake this year, and it was German chocolate cake with chocolate... Swiss meringue buttercream and caramel and various chocolate candy bars. And it was very delicious. It, it was the most delicious thing I have ever eaten in my entire life. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I, no, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat it every day. <laughs> and stop laughing at me. I get no respect around here. <laughs> and then in cooking, um, there's a recipe for beef stew with herb dumplings, mm. which I have made multiple times, and it is so good. Well, now I'm getting very hungry. <laughs> I feel like this is a bad question to ask 
prior to dinner. Okay, my turn. Yes. What is the most interesting thing you did this past week? The most interesting thing I did this past week. Yes. Oh my. Well, I'm not sure that I have a very fascinating and interesting life. I would say I took down all of our holiday decorations. That was an achievement. It was an achievement. I'm not sure that it was interesting, but achievement unlocked, mom. Okay. (laughs) It was a very large achievement. I also planned, typed, and printed our new morning time and memory work. Lovely. For the upcoming month. And I finally completed the audiobook of Homer's Odyssey. That's exciting. Oh, it was very exciting because I've always hated the Odyssey. And this audiobook and narration has changed my mind forever. But not about Odysseus because he's the worst. Oh, no, I, I still hate Odysseus, but now I like the Odyssey. So I would recommend the Emily Wilson translation. And specifically, the audiobook version was quite delightful. All right. My final question for you, Emma. What song or music album do you have on repeat these days? Well, so here's one that's slightly ridiculous, but um, there is no Arizona. Oh, dear. I don't remember who it's by, but it's... I blame myself. Amazing song, and it's very fun. Um, But album... I have been listening to the album 25 Trips by Sierra Hull, and it's a bluegrass album. Ooh. And my friend, shout out to Emma Rose Thrasher. You introduced me to to Sierra Hull, and I am forever grateful. So. Is that the one that you played for us a few weeks ago, or is that a different bluegrass? uh, Okay. Yes, but it's a different album. Okay, well, after we finish recording, remember what you were talking you about. You will have to uh, to play that for me. I guess just one more question. Yes. Okay, Mom. If you were to have a dinner party, very fancy, and you could have five people from <laughs> any fictional setting, any work of fiction, movie, book, what have you, which would you have to this fancy dinner party okay well we must admit that we had this conversation at the dinner table as a family recently it was actually a very fascinating conversation starter it was lovely I would recommend it and now I just have to see if I can remember the five people I said (laughs) because it was a pretty awesome list it was epic I mean I decided to go all in on an all-girl dinner party so five awesome fictional ladies and I mean, we would be ready to take over the world, I think. So one of them was Anne Shirley from Anne of Green Gables. <sighs> one of my favorites. She's the coolest. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Bennett. Always good for witty banter. Delightful conversation. Oh, she would be a delightful conversationalist. Um, Helen Mirren's character of an MI6 person from the movie Red, which is not appropriate for small children, just to clarify, but I'm still going with it. Okay. Because I have to be authentic. (laughs) (laughs) And I am not a small child. Um, And, oh, who else had I said? 
I remember the other character. Woo! It was the fictional version of oh. Maria von Trapp from Sound of Music. Maria. So I understand this is, yeah. uh, yes, it's stretching it a little bit because, I mean, she's technically she's a She's technically person. a historical person, but the version in the musical is fictional. So I think I can get away with it. And that so counts. Maria would be my final dinner guest. Okay, well, here at the close of our very first podcast, it's gone a little far uh, longer than we intended, but that's okay. It's been fantastic. Delightful. It's been scintillating. Um, we've already talked a little bit about what we have listened to and read and things, so we won't go over that this time, but at the end of our podcast episodes, we'll take a moment to share what we've listened to recently, what we've read recently, or maybe even something delicious that we've eaten or that Emma has baked for us during the week. I am really looking forward to this podcast with you. This will be so much fun. I can't wait. Yes. So make sure you have subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. All those other things podcasters say at the end. All the things. All the podcasty things. And we will chat with you in the next episode. Bye.